Hello and welcome to Tradfest. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. And we're coming to you from the Temple Bar in Temple Bar in Dublin. And on this week's show, we've two exclusive live tracks from David Kitt and an interview recorded with him during Tradfest Festival. And we also have a brand new track to play from Glenn Hansard's new album. And we have this gorgeous song to kick off the show, Kieran. The Freel Sisters. That beautiful song, A Store, A Store, A Grow, from the glorious Glaswegians, the Freel Sisters. We featured them in depth on last week's show, but there's no such thing as too much of the Freel Sisters. Well, that's Ruth. for sure, Kieran. Well, next we have a man who has been beguiling audiences since he released his debut album, Small Moments, back in 2000. That's 19 years ago, is it? Am I that right? That is so difficult to believe. Never yeah. <laughs> oh, We have two live tracks now from David Kitt here for you, plus an interview recorded at Tradfest here in Dublin City in Ireland. There's a friend of mine lives in the Gwaeltacht, or she grew up in the Gwaeltacht. She used to get a little bit perplexed by the, the Dublin kids coming down every summer, thinking they own the place. Um, and one of them asked her, uh, what happens when we're not here? It's like, it's like what do you do all day? 
we just fly with ease when I sing for her. She sings for me, and when alone I play, how I long to be where I sing for her, and she sings. Here for Michael Lewis on violin. I was really chuffed that Tradfest approached me. You know, they were really enthusiastic about it, and um, I think maybe with my last record, there was, you know, there were a lot of Irish teams within the record, and and maybe there was a simplicity to it that brought it closer to folk music, I suppose. Um, so. I guess they really, you know, they must have been paying attention, which is always nice, because uh, it's hard to get attention these days. <laughs> um, so, you know, when when you get that mail asking me to take part, I, I suppose Trad Relay Frontiers maybe, yeah, in some ways affirms kind of uh, what I felt, uh, that they were trying to maybe expand the remit and expand the definition of Trad. And um, I think at the moment in Ireland, there is a, you know, in all areas of music and creativity there is this kind of uh, maybe response to the kind of westernization or the kind of americanization of our culture in some ways and and the the influx of multinational companies where we're we're really trying to assert ourselves culturally um and that you know that it's nice i think when people are brought together uh under a banner that maybe people previously would have thought was a bit more exclusive or something you know so if they're opening it up i think like you know i think there's there's a certain type of traditional irish music that's part of all our dna 
that I hear coming through in electronic stuff, I come, I hear coming through in kind of the melodies of maybe rock bands or whatever it is. But, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there at the moment who they know who they are and they're not like, you know, they're not afraid of expressing themselves. So it's a, it's a really healthy time, I, I feel. Um, and even the other night in the Pepper Canister Church with Zoe Conway and Annie Kay and uh, the Eskies and you know it's just just um, in, insane talent like you know real international level talent uh, that just yeah probably needs help you know no more than myself it's just you know any any kind of help reaching a new a new audience is is massive for me my dad and my uncles and my aunts toured the States as the kid family so they would do you know because Michal plays the the squeeze box I suppose you know the accordion the, the small kind of Irish accordion and um, my uncle P plays the low whistle and the bazooki and the rest of them all play guitar and sing so they would have done ballads and then jigs and reels and and um It'd be like a variety show, I suppose, of, of like two hours with everyone singing harmony. and So they did like two or three tours of the States with that, yeah. But kit weddings, basically, people start singing, uh, particularly the day after the wedding. There's a bit of singing the day of the wedding in the, in the evening, but the, traditionally we always, three o'clock the next day, it all kicks off and it's still going at three o'clock in the morning, you know. So it's like, And it's like... One brother finishes and literally the note, the last note is still ringing, and the other one pick takes the kicks in because they're they're literally, you know, muscling each other out of the way to get to get the next song kicked off. <laughs> I didn't get a look in to be honest at early family family gatherings. Gatherings, you know, my my godfather Liam was all who still to this day always texts me when he hears me on the radio, and he's always been very supportive and. He, you know, he would be the only one left because I'd be tuning the guitar. I was obsessed with getting it, like dodgy guitars that, you know, like trying to get it in tune. I'd start and there'd be bad intonation and I'd be going, oh no, start again, start again. And I'd clear the room because I'd be still tuning the guitar 10 minutes later and he'd, he'd be the only one still sitting there. And I always sang my own songs, you know. So like when I was 13, I'd be singing my, one of my own songs. And I think it was, yeah, I think, you know, like a lot of things, they go, ah, sure he'll grow out of it or you know what I mean he'll he'll, because I was good at school and maths and stuff like that so they I think they wanted me to uh, go into a career that was a bit more safe and lucrative you know but uh, I think you know I've realised at this point uh, there's just a joy and a kind of a calm uh, and a purpose and a re and just a magic that when I'm in the moment creatively uh, particularly in the studio maybe when I'm writing but you know also when I'm performing and particularly when there's a crowd that are really engaged um, that I just can't live without you know um, and it's actually got stronger in the last you know five ten years it's just something I can feel that there's a struggle because it's like it's not easy to sustain in terms of the financial side of it and particularly living in a city like Dublin um, but I'm still here and I've got a lot of you know I've a lot of different projects going on and there's always something that kind of just comes along just when you're really you know on your last legs something will pop up and you, I think it's just keep as many plates spinning as possible and just you know but I, I 
I love it. You know, like that's there's no there's just no getting away from it feels like it's the thing that I'm supposed to do, you know, so
of this year's Tradfest as we heard and Kieran, what prompted you as the booker for Tradfest to, to get David Kitt involved? Well I've known David Kitt and I've kind of been watching his career I suppose for a long time. I also knew David's father who is of course from Galway Roots well, you might want to know go. that and I knew so I was aware of David maybe since he was very very young because Tom was always full of praise like for the son and rightly so so I was anxious to get we finally got a chance to get him to perform at Tradfest this year so we were delighted and he's been you know he's been in the news with his songs and also he has a bit to say about Dublin too and I like that about him certainly when we had the opportunity of bringing him in this year we were delighted that he did I think we might have tried maybe two years ago and it just wasn't feasible so it was great when yeah. he was he accepted our invitation and this as year. the booker for, for Tradfest as well I mean we talk about Trad Without Frontiers it's just gorgeous to see these artists who are on the fringes you know who, who may have some elements of folk or traditional music in their music but they're Irish artists and giving them that kind of platform here well, there's no doubt about it I mean Tradfest is like the, is the brand name let's say but it, we're, we're a very very broad church at this stage and we do feature the highest quality of traditional musicians singers and dancers sometimes on the program but it's much broader than that as well and even people with the most tenuous association with trad basically if they're irish performers playing acoustic folk music or that they're very welcome at Tradfest. and it's great for artists but it's also brilliant it's a real um I suppose, rich picking ground for audience members as well to be able to come to a festival that has such a huge scope. Well, there's a huge variety coming in each year. And actually, one thing we did find dealing with the artists over the years, and I know from talking to Moya Brennan and um, Moraid Nivwenig, uh, they felt it was fantastic to have an opportunity to play in their own capital city at a festival which isn't available to them you know, at other times. Now, by the way, I should say that we did join forces with our very good friends in Irish Music Magazine to supercharge our gig and festival's news even further. Well, Bioga have a brand new track called Matthew's Daughter with guest vocalist Devin Dawson. They have a big album on the way with all sorts of guests on it too. And to whet our appetites, they're going to be playing in Whelan's in Dublin on May the 20th. And this weekend, the Patrick Byrne Traditional Music Weekend commemorates, who else I suppose, but Patrick Byrne, a 19th century harper from the locality of Carrickman Cross in County Monaghan. The festival aims to even further reawaken interest in the harp and the now largely forgotten Patrick Byrne himself and to raise the profile of traditional music in the North East region with musicians of the calibre of Shauna Davy, of course, wowing audiences these days. The future's very good for the harp and for harpers and for harpists <laughs> everywhere. And I say that harpers and harpists because I used the term harpist one time on the radio and a very senior harper told me it was harper. And then I meet harpers that tell me, no, it's harpist. So well, I tell you, you've already both. corrected me on that. So I every day's a school day here with you, oh, Kieran Hanrahan, <laughs> on Tradfest podcast. And also this weekend, the 10th Clifton Traditional Music Festival is on. And of course, Tradfest favourites, the Kane sisters, Liz and Yvonne, are going to be in full flight this weekend. They're almost on home turf. 
Um, Liz Gon and Brendan Quinn from Tipperary are going to be part of it as well. Anthony Kavanagh and George McAdam from Monaghan and many more musicians part of the 10th Clifton Traditional Music Festival on this weekend. There's also a busking competition, a gig rig and musical pubs. Late nights and great crack guaranteed in Connemara. There's no doubt an incredible lineup of musicians for the Clifton Traditional Music Festival. Now it's a bumper weekend for traditional music festivals spanning the entire nation really as we also have the Bally de Hob Irish Traditional Music Festival in County Cork with Gutcha and the Shandrum Cayley Band amongst the many musicians who will be heading to that bit of West Cork. The Shandrum, nothing like them. Nothing like the Shandrum. And speaking of um, Bally de Hob, it's, it's a word or it's a name that I love as well. We were talking about names that we like. We mentioned Capitagal a little bit earlier on before we, we started recording so we might come back to that a little bit later but Bally de Hob is another one that gives me quite a bit of fizz on the tongue. Well, no, we might as well explain Capitagal because we had uh, we had a few a bit of reaction, I suppose you'd say, to the naming, the unusual naming of tunes uh, that we meet certainly yeah. along the road. And I mentioned a tune called the Capitagal Shuffle. The Capitagal I've seen Shuffle, it. County yeah. Galway, written by written by Frankie Gavin, and I've seen it on a few occasions coming up when I've been out recording Cayley House over the last couple of years. It seems to have made its way into the tradition and into the lore. The Capitagal Shuffle. Now, should we should we let Left loose a few more titles, or will we drip feed them through the Tradfest podcasts? Well, no, let me see. What have you in mind? There's one. I'll give you one actually, which I think is always great. It comes up on an odd occasion on Cayley House. Currants for cakes and raisins for everything. And is that a jig reel or a hornpipe? Do you know? That is. It could be all. <laughs> Raisins for everything. You mentioned something about a polka on the ice as well. Uh, there was a polka called As I Went Out Upon the Ice. I just think it's a beautiful name for a polka because the question mark is there. <laughs> Absolutely. There was another one about calling someone upstairs because they wanted... Uh, that was Teresa O'Grady, actually, a banjo player from Sligo, who brought out a fantastic solo album last year. She had a tune that she played on the programme for us some time back called Come Up to the Room, I Want You. And another great one to finish on, she hasn't the thing she thought she had. That was from Danu, actually. They performed at Tradfest in January this year, and that was one of the selections they played. Well, if anyone is listening and wants to add to our list of unusual, funny, comical, whatever you want... Uh, Two names we'd love to hear from you. Well, if anyone wants to get in touch and add to the list of musical, comical, whimsical names of tunes, get in touch, tradfest.ie. And I think we might have a little bit more reaction to that later in the podcast because there was some reaction to those different names. And I know that we had a Harper who came on to us about the flying wheelchair. That's uh, right, Brona McVitie from the north. She yeah. did. Well, we can tell Brona actually that that tune was written by Charlie Lennon, so okay. one of the many beautiful tunes that he has written over the years. Well, we'll add to that as we go through the year here on Tradfest Podcast. Now, we mentioned Bally de Hob, and that's what started that whole tangent, Kieran. So, <laughs> going back to the gig guide, a little bit further afield from Bally de Hob, the Baltimore Irish Tradfest is also on this weekend. Not Baltimore and West Cork, though, it's Baltimore, Maryland, with a great lineup, too, of workshops and gigs featuring Liz Hanley. Larry Nugent, Brian Conway, Laura Byrne and lots more all organised by the formidable Baltimore Irish Arts Centre in the US of A in Another Maryland. I did say Maryland, did I? Uh, Maryland will do you <laughs> fine there. That's that's the wonderful Ruth Smith, I guess, from Galway. Wonderful stuff. Now, if you put your mind to it, of course, you could do at least three festivals over the weekend, and there's no doubt about that. It is one of the busiest weekends for festivals in Ireland. Well, if you had to choose one and relax a bit and not go to all of them, Kieran, which one would you choose? 
Well, no, you see, I spent my time on the road travelling with a band called Stockton's Wing for years, and every bank holiday weekend there was, we were out on the road trying to bait traffic up and down. That was before there was any motorway. There was one dual carriage between Dublin and Ness that time. We often drove down the hard shoulder to get to the <laughs> west of Ireland, I can tell you that too. So when it comes to a bank holiday and a festival, I'm inclined to kind of look out the window at the traffic heading out there and look at the misfortune stuck in traffic for hours and say to myself, do you know what, I'll open a bottle of white wine there and have a little glass and raise it to those that are heading out. But we used to go to the Joe Cooley Festival down in Gort. Yeah. That was one I loved in particular for years. It was just a music session festival and we had a great time there. Jimmy McGreevy, myself, uh, John Regan, Tom Smith, the whole gang of people. I still meet them for a few tunes in Dublin, but that's a lovely festival uh, during the October bank holiday weekend. That's, that's really right. one that I love, yeah. In gorgeous Gort, as they call it. Is that what they call it? That's what they call it, yeah. there, gorgeous gorgeous. It's just down the road for me. Well, I suppose there's no, no prizes for guessing where you'd like to go yourself, Ruth, uh, this weekend if you were to pick a festival that you were going to. Well, if I had to choose, Kieran, I would be heading west out to the west of Connemara to Clifton to the traditional musical festival. Great scenery, great seafood and great music. Fantastic music promised there. There's no doubt about that. Now, by the way, Len Hansard's tour to launch his new album, This Wild Willing, starts in Dublin's Vicar Street tomorrow night. That's Tuesday the 9th, and he plays there again on Wednesday too. Then on Friday the 12th and Saturday the 13th, he plays two nights in St. Columns Hall in Derry before heading to the Barbican. Fantastic venue in London. He has a couple of nights there too, April the 15th and the 16th. That's Glenn Hansard's short tour to launch that album, This Wild Willing. Well, as you mentioned, Glenn does have a new album out, This Wild Willing, and we're delighted to be playing a track from it here now on Tradfest Podcast. Here's I'll Be You. Be me.
heard I'll Be You Be Me from Glenn Hansard's newest album, This Wild Willing. Have you seen the video for that song yet, Kieran? Haven't picked up on that yet, Ruth. I yeah. was probably watching the Kilfenora's new <laughs> one, so you'll forgive me on that. That's all right, but it is definitely well worth a look. Such an atmospheric um, interpretation of the song. I believe it was filmed in France uh, with the Jacques Lecoq uh, performers as well. Yeah, so it's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful to watch. It's kind of a little bit of fronting as well, so it kind of makes the music build and build and build. But as we heard from it there, um, yeah, really beautiful production on that album and Glenn Hansard at his best. And I mentioned the Kilfenora and I'll keep going on that now because they did bring out a new album and they launched it in the National Concert Hall on St. Patrick's Weekend, produced by none other than Donald Lunny. And they call it Both Sides now. And, you know, that builds and builds as well the music of the Kilfenora. I just love it, I have to say, a fantastic band and Some such a history. Some great local singers as well that they have oh, with them, Adele Vaughan and... Jerry Lynch. No, that's right. No. And he is from... He, oh, he's a brother of John Kilfenora. Lynch, who's the boss man yep. of Kilfenora, whose father was in the Cayley Band, whose grandfather was in the Cayley Band as well. So Jerry has that long line yeah. and he has the lineage of the Kilfenora Cayley Band, but a fantastic singer as well is, is Jerry, no question. You wouldn't be at all biased. Not one bit. <laughs> I love the Kilfenora. I love me Tulla too. And of course we'll be playing out on a track by Jiggy, but before then we just want to remind you that Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company, a not-for-profit collective who manage, promote and love Temple Bar in Dublin's cultural quarter. Temple Bar is located in the historic heart of Dublin City and to learn more about the area and the company you can visit lovetemplebar.com. Our live concerts were recorded and mixed by Andy Knightley for K Recordings. And this Tradfest podcast is produced by Donald Scannell for bornoptimistic.com and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get your podcasts. If you like today's show, please give us a five-star rating and ask your friends to listen to the show as well. You can connect with us on Facebook at Temple Bar Tradfest, on Twitter at Temple Bar Trad, or visit the website at tradfest.ie. And we're going to leave you this week, actually, with that brand new single from Jiggy. Now, there's a band that just keep on getting millions of hits on YouTube. They're very, very clever videos to go with their music, uh, our Jiggy. And this new one is called Music for a Found Harmonium, which is storming up the charts here in in Ireland. So until next week's overflowing instalment of Trad Without Frontiers, I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. Thanks a million to you all for listening and don't forget to get in touch at tradfest.ie. Thanks a million. Slán.